For God didn't send his son into the world to judge the world, but that the world should be saved through him. John 3:17. Dear God, thank you that Jesus came to save us, not to judge us. We know our sin separates us from you, but Jesus came to take away that separation so we can be forgiven and have new life with you. Please teach us more about who you are in today's story. Thank you for loving us so much. We love you too. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com slash blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. The New Birth In our last story, Jesus had turned water into wine at a wedding in Cana. In this story, Jesus will cleanse the temple of the money changers and have a conversation with Nicodemus at night about being born again, as inspired by the Gospels. Hi again, it's Julianne Thompson, guest hosting for Julia Jeffress Sadler with the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. I am so excited you're here today. Today, we're going to hear a story about what happened when Jesus got angry, and then explain to an important Jewish leader what following God was really like. It's such a good story. So let's dive in. When it was time for Passover, Jesus took his disciples to Jerusalem. He went to the temple and was disgusted by what he saw. As he looked around, he saw tables and money changers everywhere. At every table was a merchant selling animals for the sacrifices of Passover. Jesus was furious that they turned God's house into a filthy marketplace. He went aside from all the business and prepared a whip made of leather strips, and he cracked it, scaring the animals away. He ran to the money-changing tables and flipped them over. When the dust had cleared, some of the temple leaders came to Jesus and asked, "'By what authority do you do this?' You have no right to trash our temple. Give us some sign of your authority. Jesus said, I will tear down this temple and rebuild it in three days. All the priests were amazed by what he said. Though they thought he meant the literal temple, they did not know he was talking about his body. Others began to gather round and listen to Jesus as he continued to teach. He caught the attention of Nicodemus a Jewish ruler and Pharisee. Nicodemus approached Jesus at night and talked to him. Teacher, we know who you are. You are sent by God, and we see that in your miracles. Jesus responded, knowing exactly what Nicodemus was trying to get at. Listen to me. No one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Nicodemus was shocked. How can a man be born again? That is impossible. Is he to return to his mother's womb? Jesus explained to him, There are two births, physical, which you have experienced. Spiritual birth is what you have yet to experience. In your first birth, you will concern yourself with the things of earth. 
When you experience the second birth, you will focus on things of the spirit. You must be born a second time. Don't be surprised. There are many things you can't see with your eyes. You hear and feel the wind, but you don't see it. It is the same with the Spirit of God. Nicodemus shook his head in disbelief. I do not get what you are teaching, Jesus. Jesus continued to speak. You are a teacher of Israel, and yet you don't get it. This is one of the problems. Think back to Moses. The people complained against God, and God sent snakes against the people. Moses then, by the instruction of God, made a brass snake and put it on a pole. Those that looked up to the snake were healed. People that refused to look up were not saved. Similarly, the people that look to the Son of God, which is me, will be saved. God loved the world so much that he sent me to save the world and bring eternal life to it. Believe in the Son of God. You will have eternal life. Those that do not turn to God will suffer God's judgment. Oh my, today's story was a little confusing, wasn't it? But Jesus said some very important things. So we want to make sure we understand what he meant. Let's take another look. In the first part of the story, Jesus and his followers went to Jerusalem for the Passover. Do you remember another time Jesus went to Jerusalem for the Passover? Yes, when he was almost a teenager and his parents couldn't find him on the way home. During that visit, Jesus stayed behind at the temple, talking to the teachers there because that felt like home too. The temple had been built to help people worship God. So it was an extraordinary place for Jesus. But during this visit, lots of people at the temple weren't worshiping God, at least not with their hearts. They had turned their faith into a to-do list. They were just ticking off the boxes. You see, way, way back at Mount Sinai, God had given Moses instructions on how the people were to worship him. They were supposed to think about the sin and realize that it was bad, so bad that it separated them from God. And since God is life, being separated from him is death. So ever since the time of Moses, worship involved the death of animals. One reason was to help God's people realize how grave their sin was so they would stop sinning. God didn't like death. He just wanted the people's hearts to be close to his so they could truly live. But when Jesus got back to the temple for Passover with his followers, people there weren't bringing their hearts closer to God's. In fact, they weren't thinking about their sin at all. They were just ticking off their Moses to-do list Go to Jerusalem? Check. Pick a lamb when we get there? Check. Drop it off at the altar? Check. Stop at the market for bread, herbs, apples on the way back? Check and check. This made Jesus angry. Why didn't anyone care about worshiping God? Didn't they know their sin caused death? Didn't anyone want to get close to God and truly live? He was so angry, he kicked everybody out so no one could tick anything off their to-do list at all. 
He wanted them to start thinking about why God gave Moses instructions for worship in the first place. And that's why Jesus tried to explain to Nicodemus in the second part of our story. You see, Nicodemus was a Pharisee. And if anyone loved ticking boxes off their Moses to-do list, it was Pharisees. They could turn one law into a whole bunch of laws. And they made everybody keep every single one. It had become like a competition. The Pharisees wanted the whole world to know they could tick off their boxes better than anyone else. But Jesus told Nicodemus they'd gotten it all wrong. He said, look, worshiping God is not about what everybody sees on the outside. It's about what God sees on the inside. Sin brings death, but God's kingdom is all about life. So to get there, you've got to trade sin and death for life. And when you do, all the new life is so powerful. It's like getting born all over again. Nicodemus was confused. He was still trying to figure out how Jesus' words fit into the to-do list in his head. But there was no way he could say, crawl back in mommy's tummy, check. So Jesus helped Nicodemus throw out his to-do list altogether. He said, Nicodemus, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. You see, following God isn't about ticking off boxes. Go to church? Check. Be nice to your sister? Check. Don't kick the dog? Check. Those are good things. But knowing Jesus is about so much more. It's about putting your heart close to His so you can truly live. I am so happy you joined me today. Come back next time to hear how Jesus asked a woman for a drink of water and gave her the greatest gift in return. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it is all true. Can't get enough of our podcast? Stay tuned for the new adventures by subscribing to Kids Bible in a Year, your companion in exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.